Hello and welcome into the Bird's Eye View podcast. We are here after the Toronto Blue Jays dropped the first game of their wildcard series to the Minnesota Twins. It was a game that we've probably seen before this season, a 3-1 win. Um, the bats didn't get it done. Kevin Gossman struggled early. Connor recovered, wasn't that great. The bullpen shoved. And uh, Royce Lewis hit two home runs. So I'm Zach Warden here with Jake Brannon and Jory Niggin Schechter. Let's just dive right into this. Um, Jake, instant reaction post game. Uh, what what'd you what'd you think overall? Yeah, obviously just just disappointed. I was I was really excited for the game. I was <laughs> pacing around my living room the last inning, kind of trying to be positive the whole time, have hope. But yeah, like you mentioned, it's just it's been the same story all year. It's pitching's been amazing, and and the bats don't show up. Vlad has that that leadoff double. You don't execute. That's that's kind of the whole game right there. Like you you have to score a run on a leadoff double. There was a lot that went on in the game. They hit the ball hard. I thought they had hit the Twins, but. At the same time, if you're only going to score one run, you can't expect to win a ball game, no matter how unlucky you get. So yeah, they got to be better. And yeah, it's it's frustrating. It's tough to be too surprised though that this is the result. It's kind of what we've watched all year. <laughs> to quote uh, Dennis Green, "They are who we thought they were." That was embarrassing on so many fronts. Getting just absolutely pantsed by Royce Lewis. Alex Anthopoulos a couple weeks ago said it on the Blair and Barker show. You got a bang to go deep in the playoffs. One of these teams banged and one of these teams struggled mightily. Like couldn't even muster anything off Pablo Lopez. Never mind the fact that just they, they just didn't look good. Just a all around, just unbelievably frustrating game on, on just so many fronts. Yeah. Six hits for the Jays, five for the Twins, and the difference is that two of the Twins left the yard, and none of the Blue Jays did. So, you know, of course, they they had their opportunities to kind of string and string them together. We haven't really seen that all year. There was the the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to lead off the eighth that he didn't get to move past second base. There was the Bobichet play at home where a a missed ground ball by Jorge Polanco and Carlos Correa runs over and makes makes a wonderful play. Uh, I don't really think you can fault Bo for that. I mean, the the ball gets past the third baseman. Carlos Correa was standing at basically second base, and Correa comes over and makes makes a perfect barehanded running throw. Um, but but other I'll, than that, I'll I fault. Mean, I'll, hold on, I'll fault Bo for that. What are you doing? <laughs> Bases were been loaded here. Oh, you know what? No, absolutely, I'll fault Bo. The stop sign was up. I watching it in real time. I was yelling go. So that's kind of like my initial thought process. Like, I, th- I think it's a decent decision. I watched it back a couple times and Korea made a hell of a play. He was nowhere near the ball, runs over, makes an off balance throw right, right on the money. I don't know. They they had one hit at that point. I guess they called that a hit on, on Kiermaier. So that was their second hit of the ball game, but they hadn't mustered any offense. They really needed to get a run. I, I just thought it was a decent time to be aggressive, even, even though you're going to have bases loaded to two outs. Chapman hasn't been great all year. If it's, Vlad at the plate or, or somebody else, maybe it's a different story, but I don't know. I don't I don't hate the decision overall. I don't think that's why they lost the ball game. Yeah, if you... I, like it's not singularly why I don't think, yeah. but it's endemic of why this team lost. It's this all this talk about you know pitching and defense and the little things and all that stuff. I tweeted it out. Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins have this very bold, ambitious plan to go where no team has ever gone before. They're going to try to win a playoff game zero to negative one. We'll see <laughs> if it pays off because this team, frankly, cannot hit. 
I, I mean, yeah, like, you know, I just kind of looking at the game. I mean, you, you look at Pablo Lopez and, you know, he, he, he was all right. I don't think he was, you know, blowing the doors away and, you know, like locating stuff and throwing nasty sweepers and, and really, you know, pitching like a, a dominant ace. He only got six swings and misses. I think he only got three strikeouts. You know, it's like maybe not the best Pablo Lopez you'll see. And of, of course, you know, I mean, they, they didn't really take advantage of that and, and they weren't, they were able to get one hit off the twins bullpen, which was the Guerrero double off of Griffin Jacks, who, you know, of course we talk all year about people bringing in their uh, closers in, in the, the most high leverage situation. And I, I thought the eighth inning would probably been a better spot for Duran, but you know, there's uh they're gonna have to they're gonna have to flush it like like they always say they gotta flush it and uh move on from there um just kind of looking looking at the game i mean obviously i think the story of the game is royce lewis um the two home runs the, the two really good swings off gossman i think the first one was was more impressive the second one three one fastball middle middle like that's that's not a great pitch i know you're behind in the count but it's you know, the, the command wasn't really there for, for Gosman today. And, you know, like we talked about before the series, like the, the twins weren't swinging at a splitter below the zone and the it, it didn't game. change. Yeah. And, and so whether, you know, it, it's weird that they, they're this one team that's able to do that. But when you're not able to kind of counteract that with like locating your, by locating your fastball, then obviously things are going to be tough. And I think for him to, to go uh, like, like only give up three, I, I think was was probably an, an achievement. Obviously, he got help on the the call on Eddie Julian, and you know a couple other favorable calls. So, you know, I mean, what like what do you guys think of Gosman? I, 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 I was thought not he happy. I, not I, happy. I don't know what. I I I uh, I wasn't happy. I thought that he he was predictable. I mean, you went into the game, you knew that they were going to be taking the splitters down. You knew that they weren't going to be attacking them. He needed to come in there and have a game plan. And he the problem is, is he went with this game plan that's been all year, which works against every team except for the Twins. I think that the preparation was poor, and it shows given the fact that he got torched right off the hop. Yeah, I think uh, the command wasn't great. He was he was missing his spots kind of all game. And the last inning, he strikes out the side, and it, it makes it the line look a lot better than he actually pitched, I feel like. I, I liked how, how Schneider managed the game today overall. I think that was – I think a lot of people disagree about pulling Gosman. I think a good amount of people and managers would say, don't pull him there, stick with your ace. But I thought it was a good good play. I mean, Julian's owned him, like we've talked about all yesterday. And then Royce Lewis owns him now, two two at bats, two homers. It's tough to send him against three guys where two of them are extremely unfavorable. I thought even though he strikes at the side, he looks great. I think it's a good decision to pull him and go to Swanson. But yeah, I mean, the the story of the game, I feel, is just like, yeah, it's Royce Lewis and then Chapman just coming up an inch short, right? If that ball's just an inch farther, it leaves the yard, it's a double. Like we're looking at a completely different ball game here. They hit the ball hard all game, so it's it's disappointing. But like we said, like you have to score more than one run. I, I I'm gonna put put the blame not on Bo's base running, but on that at bat where Vlad leaves off with a double. He has a it's not a hanging slider, but a high slider, high and outside, a really easy pitch for somebody of Bo's caliber hitter to just shoot the other way. And even if he's out, he's moving him to third. Like that's what a good productive at bat is. 
and he swings just completely out of his mind. His head's nowhere near the ball, swings and misses, and then looks stupid on the next pitch. One, two, three. It was just a really bad at bat in a really crucial moment, like the most crucial moment of the season to this point. Yeah, not not a productive at bat from from anybody that inning. I mean, the Kevin Biggio at bat. I mean, him and him and Bo go down on six straight pitches, and then Kirk comes up, and it, it was like it was pretty hard hit, but it was you know beaten to the ground, kind of same thing, right? And you know the credit to the the Twins first baseman for making a few good plays between Kirilov and Solano throughout the game, especially the the one to end the game on Springer there. Like that was that was a really great play, but you know like. At, at a certain point, you they're they're gonna have to hit the ball in the air, you know, like they're they're gonna have to hit a home run to to win to win a game here, especially with the way that the Twins are, you know, we're gonna walk or we're gonna hit a home run. Like they're they're pretty three trio come based at the plate, right? So you're probably gonna have to to outslug them a little bit because you know that you're not gonna like manufacture enough runs to beat them. But it doesn't even get any easier because you're about to face one of the best home run suppression guys in the league with Sonny Gray. So to me, this is an enormous missed opportunity. It's not like Pablo Lopez is a a slouch himself. Like he's excellent himself. But you had these opportunities and you just didn't convert. And it's just that's may as well be never mind hashtag next level. Never mind uh, whatever other hashtag slogans they've done. It's hashtag we didn't convert for this team like constantly. It's like no other team. Has this kind of maybe the Padres, but they're long gone. We uh That's... we yeah, we had predicted it was either going to be you know Twins and two, Blue Jays and three. So whoever wins tomorrow wins the series, right? That's uh that's the way that it'll go. Probably, probably not. But know. no, I, I think you're right. Like I mean, it it felt pr- like a pretty must win, not must win, obviously, but like as close to a must win as you can get without actually being eliminated after in in game one of the wild card and it's crazy like how quick it comes up on you because all of a sudden if they lose their season's done and you know they're they're going up against it's it's sunny gray against jose barrios and sunny gray is a better pitcher than jose barrios is and has had a better season and is pitching at home in front of a crowd i was actually pretty like impressed by the the crowd there for like seeing all the you know all the tickets are going for five dollars and all that stuff like I thought it was it was like a pretty intense crowd, um but of course maybe I just you know from seeing the Tampa Bay crowd to <laughs> go into that just a, a little a <laughs> record little low eh record low in Tampa lowest since the Chicago Black Sox, mm. wow so in Tampa Bay that's that's tough and they they had a tough they had a tough game too losing four nothing but um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, looking ahead to tomorrow, what it, like did anything change for you guys going in, into that game? Like how how are obviously we're not feeling great, but how are we feeling about them being able to bounce back tomorrow? I'm yeah, not not feeling great because I I think it's a mismatch for the pitching for sure. Like Sonny Gray has pitched really well the last two seasons, three oh eight ERA in twenty twenty two, and then he follows that up with a two seventy nine ERA this year. He's outperforming his peripherals both years, but I mean, he's done it for an extended period of time. So maybe he, he is capable of doing that. He's a really good pitcher. He has great, great off-speed pitches. He's going to be tough. I mean, Barrios is going to have to come and, and throw a really good game, especially with the bullpen tired. Gosman didn't give them innings. They kind of used everybody. So no one's really rested. They they used almost every arm in their pen. 
pen, but I, I thought the, the pen was managed well. I think that's what they had to do. Unfortunately, Gosman just didn't have his A stuff, but yeah, like they're, they're not in a great spot. It's, it's a big ball game tomorrow. Obviously they have to win, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't like the spot we're in for sure. <laughs> no, I, I think there's a lot of shuffling you have to do in the, in the lineup too. I, I said it before the game and I think it's even stronger now. Belt in the two hole made zero sense to me. I know that you're trying to go, you know, lefty, righty, lefty, not, not stack the righties too much, but the guy struck out twice. Like to me, he's such a, he's just, he's too strikeout prone to have him in the two hole when he's almost certainly going to come up in a huge spot because that's just how it goes. I, I, I would have much rather seen Bichette who for all of his struggles, you know, and it's easy to say a post game, but he had two knocks, right. Or, or even you put Vladdy there. Right. And then maybe have Biggio in the, in the two hole. If you, if you think he's got a better feel for the zone, like to me, it made, it made no sense to put belt there. And I think that they, it's not why they paid the, paid the Piper. There's a whole host of reasons, but to me, I feel like the lineup is bizarrely constructed. Even like a guy like, Kirk, you know, I, I don't see why he's ahead of a guy like a Chapman or even like a Varsho. He hasn't been hitting all year. He's a guy that pounds the ball into the ground. What are we doing? Yeah, Chapman's just been so bad. So that's kind of where I struggle with that. I I didn't hate, I wouldn't say I hated the lineup today. It's like something maybe we could do differently is maybe put Vlad up to the two hole if you want to take Belt out of there. But he Belt has to be in, in the top four hitters with how he's handled right-handed pitching this year. I, I couldn't see him putting putting him lower than that. You could go Springer, Vlad, Belt, Bo, then Biggio, and then Chapman maybe if you want to go Chapman over Kirk. But I, I think for how bad Chapman has been, I, I think it's it's fair to put Kirk over him, even though like, like you're not excited with anybody really hitting at the bottom of this order. Kiermaier had a, had a huge hit today. He He's a guy that's that's been there in the playoffs, so... When he's up at the at the plate, I have a good amount of confidence in him still, but it's it's tough because he's a lefty too, so you got to worry about platoons with him as well. Even like Springer, zero for five, like that's tough, man. And I know that he crushed the ball a couple times, but man, put it in the air. Yeah, there's there's a lot to figure out, and it's 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 such a small sample that it's you know it's such a quick flip in terms of you know needing to to turn things around. You can't. You know, if if a guy's not performing, you can't be like, well, let's like, give him some time, right? Because you're going to need results tomorrow. And I'm kind of interested to see how they roll out the pen tomorrow. Obviously, you know, like we mentioned, great usage today. They they got through five five guys. The Hicks appearance was a little scary, but um, he made it through. You know, it looked like at the end, it's kind of funny with him because it's almost like when he's averaging 100, he's worse. Then, yeah, he, he doesn't really have any control. Like sometimes he just, yeah. it, it, it's start to start. You never know what you're going to get with, with a guy that throws that hard. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously who, who didn't they use that they got down there? They used, uh, didn't use Jimmy Romano. Uh, it, it was interesting to hear them say before the game that like Bassett might be available out of the pen. Well, him and other going Kikuchi. So like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you really plan to use these guys. Maze only threw. He only recorded one out, so maybe Mays is a guy that you yeah, feel comfortable with. Three pitches. Three pitches. Yeah, yeah you so figure he's, he's you figure his he'll play. I don't know. They said everyone's available. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't know if 
you know, Jordan Hicks had a pretty heavy workload, all things considered, based on just the the leverage. So maybe he won't be, but I don't really see why anyone else, even like Chad Green, I don't think he threw that many pitches. Like the, to no. me, you got to no, run back because the, the bullpen was not, but the bullpen's never the issue with this team. It hasn't been the issue outside no. of a few selects like circumstances. Yes, they've had their blown saves. Yes, Romano's had his struggles in in key leverage spots. That's not a secret. But they're built for pitching and defense. But like just the hitting, which is the problem, is, is that we've said it all year. So it's just immensely, immensely frustrating. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, just looking ahead to Barrios too. I mean. It was, it was interesting just doing some research today. Like the Barrios and Bassett are both top 10 in baseball and multi-run home runs given up. And, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I think that kind of makes sense. Like that kind of feels like when they blow up, it's because they give up, you know, multi-run home runs. Right. And with the twin, the twins, like a team that walks so much and then hit home runs. Like, so they're going to try and walk you until they hit a home run. So they're going to try and get guys on base and hit home runs uh, and, and just kind of rinse and repeat that process. And we saw that happen in the first inning today, right? Like Julian works, works a walk to lead off the game. Uh, I think the Plonko pop out in the first and then Lewis hits a home run. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a multi-run home run, right? And obviously with the way that the twins are going to be stacked with lefties tomorrow, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough battle for Jose. And I know obviously, you know, there's the whole against his former team thing, but it's, it's, it's going to be a tough battle. Are you guys looking for, for anything from him out of the gate? He's, he's going to have to pitch extremely well. He's going to have to pitch like arguably the game of his life, in my opinion, just, just because of how much they use the bullpen today, they're going to need him to go deep. This team has has not showed up offensively, so they're gonna need him. They're gonna need a lot more than he gave Gosman today. Than than Gosman gave us today. If the Jays want to win, they need more than four innings for sure, in my opinion. Yeah, you're looking at minimum minimum five, obviously, and even on top of that, there's no guarantee he goes out there and gives you five solids. So you're really, you're really, really banking on some some shaky footing right now. I don't really know. I don't really know if there's a scenario that the Blue Jays, because they're not going to crash, they're they're going to scrape by if they get if they get anything. So he's going to have to be sparkling, and I just I just don't know if that's in his repertoire. Well, backs up against the wall. It's uh, they're going to have to flip the script, and it's it's do or die time. And of course, you know what? If they don't, then they'll they'll lose again. But. <laughs> You know, it, <laughs> it's it's unfortunate that it that it has to happen that way. I mean, it you know it hasn't been the most promising season, I would say, but it's certainly been um, an entertaining one. There's never been a lack of entertaining as, as far as things happening with the team. Well, no eulogies yet. No eulogies yet. Look, it's it's tough to get out of a three game series, no matter who you are. Even if you're the best team in baseball, going up against a weaker team, it's three games, so you never know what's going to happen. But if you don't want to play a three-game series, play better in the regular season and, and get the buy. That's that's what they should have done. So you can't can't get mad about the three-game series. They just should have played better in the regular season. All right. Before we get out of here, because the Arizona Diamondbacks just hit back-to-back home runs off Corbin Burns. Ooh. Um let's do quick picks for tomorrow. Quick picks. Give me uh give me a winner of the game tomorrow and a and a quick thought as to who might might get them out of it i'll i'll say uh i mean it's hard not to pick twins right now and and ride the royce lewis train if the blue jays do pull it off 
it's going to be their stars that carry them. It's going to be Springer. It's going to be Guerrero. It's going to be Bichette. It's going to be one of those three that contributes. They contributed to some degree, but during the big moments, ultimately didn't come through. It's going to have to happen if they're going to win tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm hoping the luck turns around tomorrow. I mean, we had a ton of hard hit balls. I think Chapman had a ton of hard hit balls. So did Springer. So I'm picking those two guys to come up big tomorrow. And yeah, Brios is just, he's got to have that dog in him show up and 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 pitch deep at, against his former team. He's, we talked about it before. Maybe he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Maybe he can use that to his advantage and pitch really well in, in one of the biggest games of his life. Yep, I'm I'm not making a pick, but they, they better win tomorrow. And I'm saying it's going to be the Matt Chapman game. He has yep. a career 1,400 OPS off Sonny Gray, and he hit that ball today. So I'm thinking... He's going to be the guy tomorrow. He's due. Yep. He's due. Anyways, well, that'll do it for us here at the Bird's Eye View podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into this special post game edition. You can follow us all on Twitter. The pod is at BEV underscore pod. Jake is at Jake Brandon underscore. Jory is at J Negan Schechter. And I am at Warden underscore Zach. Thanks so much for listening and uh, fingers crossed for tomorrow and we'll be back either way, win or lose.